It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. Red light, Corey. Red light. Red light. Red. Red light. Red light. Red light. Red light. Dan, ambulances don't stop for red lights. And that's one thing I learned from this week's movie, Bloody Birthday. And this is the B-Movie Breakdown. I'm Corey. I'm DRC. And we are a weekly podcast that finds the enjoyment in lesser known and uh, low budget films of the past and present. The good, the bad, and the what the fuck. You can find us on iTunes, on our website, bnbpodcast.com, or on Stitcher. You can email us at bnbpodcast.gmail.com. Send any suggestions there, or on Twitter at bnbpodcast, and like us on Facebook. We're all over all that shit. This week's movie was 1981's Bloody Birthday. And I, just like when we watched The Pit a few weeks ago, I honestly can't believe I've never seen this movie. I feel like I've seen a lot of movies where kids mur- are murdering people. Uh, Beware of Children at Play is one that stands out in my mind. A trauma film, and obviously Children of the Corn and stuff like that. But uh, some of these lesser known ones, I thought I'd seen a lot of them, but I never saw The Pit. And then uh, this week with Bloody Birthday, which I, I honestly enjoyed this movie. I It had its lulls, but I honestly enjoyed it for what it was. I... Yeah, for the most part. For the most part, I enjoyed it. The kids were extra creepy, especially the little pedophile-looking kid. I mean, he looked... The one kid, uh, Travis, right? Curtis. Curtis. Why did I say Travis? Uh, Curtis. He looked like a... If he was an adult, a pedophile serial killer. Oh, yeah. He had the glasses, the, you know, Coke bottle glasses going, the members-only jacket. 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 You know, Jacqueline it off. Um, <laughs> jackling it off? Is that a thing now? <laughs> Get me the jackal. I got to jackal it off. Yep. <laughs> oh, uh, use the teeth, jackal. He, use the teeth. He even had like the haircut of like like a creepy like pedophile serial killer type of person. So that kid alone, uh, I mean, gave off the creep vibe. The other kids, you know, they did their job. They did the killing. They, uh, you know, went on the murder spree that they went on. Uh. I do have quite a few questions when it comes to this movie. Things I just quite didn't understand. One, the beginning. Couldn't they have just said that they were born on the eclipse? They, the beginning, I felt... They didn't show anything. Yeah, which made it weirder and more confusing. And you just hear this weird, creepy voice talking about three people going to give birth and there. And, like, I... I couldn't make heads or tails of it. I honestly thought like these kids were all going to be related, or at least two of them would be related. Yeah, and and the whole time, up until towards the end of the movie, I kept questioning: Were are these kids siblings? Are they, you know, cousins? Are they? I thought they were brother and sister. The way you made it seem like they're always at the one house. Mm-hmm. You never seen them at anybody else's houses right. except for Debbie's house. So, I except just, for Curtis for his birthday, finally, but... That was at Debbie's house. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, huh. that's yeah. even weirder, then. Yeah, that because remember, they go, remember uh, Timmy walked by, and he's like, "Is you guys? are you guys still having the birthday party here? Oh, and right, she's like, right. yeah. And remember, because the treehouse was at yeah. Debbie's. 
Well, probably the the it, easier answer for this is we didn't have the budget for another house. Yeah, we oh, all yeah, probably not. I just it just didn't make sense. Even her mom sometimes acted like those were her her, her kids too. Well, like he, even during the birthday speech, she's like, "Everyone's here except for whatever Sheriff Brody, his first name was." Like, like I don't know. She just made it. Even, well, the, even I, that, when he that was alive, sometimes though, just, yeah. Even when he was alive, though, the dad they just they just should have clarified like earlier on that these kids aren't related and anyway. Yeah, and that you never even saw the other kids' parents one time. The uh, Curtis was with his grandpa, but I didn't even know who that old man was. Right? They never even. He's just working he just on comes like comes in with a stupid line. We'll save it for later. Yeah, he's just like working on something with his with this old man, and I was just like, I didn't know. I just didn't get. I, and then and then when they're like looking through the gl- little glory peephole at the nude sister, I was like, they're paying to see their own sister naked and through a hole? <laughs> yeah, that'd be <laughs> fucked up. But then what's even more fucked up when you think about it is her own little sister starts it off and she makes sure to peep for a while before she lets the boys do it. Like, yeah, let's watch my sister strip and dance. <laughs> Well, she had to make sure the 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 goods were. I gotta get out. her warmed up for you boys. Hang on. Well, I figured once she figured once once the Beverly the sister figured out that it was there was a peephole there, she should have just turned it into a glory hole and started charging people to come in there. Oh yeah, if like this stupid chick cannot notice this big glaring hole in her closet, which she keeps you know no clothes in front of conveniently all the time. Yeah, doesn't it was a big hole too. It was a it was a really big hole. And then doesn't notice when they start sticking arrows through it and shit. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah, the beginning. All her brains really are in her bra. <laughs> uh, like like I said, the beginning was definitely confusing. It didn't make much sense. You just see a guy get out of a car and run into a hospital, and they don't show you the inside of the hospital. They don't show you anything else. They show oh, you. You a just get the outside establishing shot throughout the whole movie. The whatever general hospital. <laughs> it's like they just snuck up on somebody entering a hospital, taped them going into the hospital, and then just <laughs> proceeded to stand outside the hospital and then pan up to the moon and show the moon. <laughs> well, I'm sure that was a st- some stock footage of a of a lunar eclipse happening. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, and that it just. It goes so for- without explaining this, you, you kind of get like a half-ass explanation a good ways into the movie, but basically, these three children are all born on the same day at almost the same time during this eclipse, and basically it made them soulless or lacking a conscience or something. But it wasn't, so it wasn't even necessarily that it was just the eclipse, it was that also planets were aligned, and it made me think right. of Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> like that's the reason the things happen because the planets are aligned and the gas comes and like. Well, I mean that's what caused that fucking lion zombie horde we had to fight off for 2012. Don't don't discount those planetary alignments, Corey. <laughs> uh, well, I mean not anymore. Before this, I did. Before the 2012 disaster, I always just blew it off. But until it was real and we had to fight off all those zombies. Yeah, I usually didn't give two shits about it, but now I understand, and I understand that it can cause these little kids to murder people, and they didn't even murder anybody, they didn't really have a reason. No. They just did. But these these kids have the same hate disease that What's-Her-Name had in the pit two weeks ago, where basically, not only are they big fucking haters, they're also at like 10 years, they're only 10 years Abergale. old at this point. Yeah, yeah, Abergale. <laughs> they're... 
They are the biggest cock blockers ever. Like, two teenagers about to fuck in the graveyard? Oh, we gotta murder them. I saw them. They're they're sitting under a tree, and that's where we get the ambulance thing, where the guy's wanting to, you know, do his thing, and she's all like, oh, no, somebody might see us. And he's all like, uh, come on, want to play ambulance? Like, I'll put my hand here on your leg and keep going, and you want me to stop, say, red light. And so he gets most of the way up her skirt, and she's like, red light. He's like, ambulances don't stop for red lights. So then the finger blasting, smooth, finger blasting begins. Major finger blasting. Uh, but lot. then she's still afraid of getting seen, so he decides, I know, let's have sex in this open grave, which should be six feet deep and nigh impossible to climb <laughs> out of. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Unless they had a ladder. I don't really don't know how they're they were getting no out. They had no ladder. They had no ladder. Yeah, I don't really hey, don't. Hey, let's go hang out in a graveyard. Oh, what's this? I'm just taking a ladder with me, because, you know... Just in case. <laughs> uh, there's definitely a lots of boob in this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, right from the beginning. Right from right the beginning. It goes, like, uh, right from up the skirt to down the shirt and just, you know, spread it open. Oh, there we go. Boobs and uh, lots of nipple play going on in this movie. For so Just on your normal they, radar movie, lots of nipple play. And so for wanting to have sex in an open grave, yes, let's get completely naked so we can just get all up in the dirt and <laughs> graveyard decay. <laughs> Yeah, I just loved how they thought they like heard the noise or whatever, and he pops up, and then when the shovel hit him in the face, it was well, almost the like the sound a, effect is yeah, terrible. The sound effect was like a, like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah, it's or not like a clang; bong. it's like a cartoony. Yeah. It wasn't even a bong. That would have no, made sense. It, it was, was like a it sounded like a Ninja Turtles the arcade game when you're yeah. fighting them. The noises in the yeah, and uh, yeah, they hit the guy in the head with the shovel, which apparently kills him. Well, not at first. They give him a few more whacks after they go after the girl with a jump rope, of all things. Like, oh no, I don't see this noose being lowered over my head or do anything about it until it's too late. And then some little fucking ten-year-old kid has enough strength to strangle me with an yeah. ordinary rope that I could just get my hands around and at least take the pressure yeah, off I didn't, to keep breathing. I never could understand that, like, the whole time. So then the guy wakes up and tries to help her, then they just doosh-doosh him a couple more times. <laughs> Multiple times in this movie, they overpower adults. Oh, yeah. And I just don't get that. Like, just because you have no soul doesn't mean you have the strength of ten men. <laughs> Trust me. I, I have ginger friends, yeah, okay, and they're pretty weak. One big... <laughs> I said, well, uh, well, what if they were gingers and born during this eclipse? Are they, like, the ultimate, like, devil? No, no, the ginger still inbreeds a certain... of instills a certain sort of uh, fail, so <laughs> they'd have to get something else, some other boost from somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, I never really understood why they killed any... I wish there was something. I wish there was something that said why they killed. Because really, they it was just a case of killing because we can. Well, in some cases, like you could see, okay, like our the, teacher pissed us yeah, off. Yeah, teacher pissed him off, and maybe maybe the girl's dad pissed her off at some point. I could see that. Either that, or he was so gung ho at the very beginning about you know trying to do something like, oh, this guy's gonna catch us eventually, so let's kill the one cop in town who gives a shit and does his well, job. Well, he wasn't that great of a cop because he's asking like eleven year old kids. Does anyone know what the word oh, murder I, means? I know. Like, <laughs> they find two two teenagers murdered in a graveyard, and what's his first thing is to go and, like, do an illegal half-ass interrogation of on an kids. entire classroom of but kids. But why did he do it on kids? Just because they found the jump rope thing? That could have been anybody that went and saw a jump rope and grabbed right. it and killed somebody with it. I like how he immediately went to children. 
Oh, like, he's just a paranoid fuck. And then again, that's probably another good reason to get rid of him. He could suspect anything at any moment. We don't know how to predict him. Let's kill him. But that's fine. But what I don't get about these kids is the way they just, you know, oh, people about to fuck, they got to die. <laughs> they have to die. Our young and our cocks don't work yet, so we must make sure nobody else can get off either. But they were pretty horny, though. They were getting off. They were always perving on the uh, all the sex going on before they killed anybody. They maybe can watch it, was a, it doesn't mean they can do Maybe it was like anything. a Mrs. Voorhees type of thing. Like, oh, the, you know, somebody was having sex for somebody, like our grandma died, or I don't really know. There was no, like... <laughs> we have to kill you so nobody else dies while you're having sex. Yeah. We're doing the world a favor. Yeah, I just, I don't, the murders, they just murdered because they could, and they had no souls, so they just didn't give a fuck, and they could just get away with it because they were kids. I, that's like the shittiest reasons to murder. <laughs> like, just because? Like, they deserve to be, like, mental uh, mental institution or something like that after, after all that. Like, oh, why'd these kids kill anybody? They just killed because they did. They just killed. Uh... Oh, you were, we mentioned in previous episodes about product placement. Uh, Seven Up, oh, right yeah. in the very beginning, yeah. this big zoom in on the Seven Up can. And like I, this, granted, this was all the way back in you know like mid nineteen eighty. I hadn't quite been born yet, but I saw like the weird design on the can. There was no spot; it was just a green can with the letters like sideways, starting from the bottom, going up, just Seven Up, and like this weird like ugly unattractive just blocky just whatever it it really reminded me of like a Mega Man e can <laughs> just you know it just needs to be blue and just the letter e and there you go like seven up e can <laughs> yeah okay where were their parents the whole time she was on the phone with them saying they're out of town somewhere doing something i at this point i don't think it really matters because the, the parents time. don't give a fuck the cops don't give a fuck they were home at the very end. The yeah. very end of the movie, you finally see their Just parents. in time to, like, you know, smile and touch their shoulders at the end while they watch the psycho boys get taken away, but... <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and then t- Timmy, who is Joyce... Uh, J- Timmy Russell, right, was the character's name? I didn't catch the I last believe... name, I just know his Timmy first and Joyce, Timmy. those are brother and sister, and they yeah. live near uh, Debbie... Curtis and Steven. Mm-hmm. Debbie Curtis and Steven are the three main kids. The murderers. Murderers. Who I thought were all brother and sister. I, I thought they were brother and sister, but then I went on the IMDb page halfway through watching the movie, and I noticed that Debbie Brody, Curtis Taylor, Steve Sutton. I was yeah, like, I know they didn't mention most of those last names yeah, in the movie. I was so. just like, I was, that's why I read that. I was like, wait, so they're not? I. But- I was kind of thrown by that. About the confusion we had earlier, this is what's really confusing. They kill the two kids that are trying to fuck in the graveyard. Then they immediately cut to Joyce making her sandwich, and Timmy, crawling in through the kitchen window, knocks over a knife, and she notices and catches him, and like, what were you doing? He's like, oh, I went out to feed the dog, but the door got locked behind me, so I thought I'd just climb in the window. They haven't shown us the kids at all yet, so at that point, I was thinking he was was one of the murderers. I, and I was like, was... okay, and so then he's sitting in class while the cops questioning people, and you see like the other kids, like, oh, are these going to be his friends that he ends up killing then, or something? And and you eventually work out, that, oh, it's these other kids. Like, way to make us suspect the hero kid at the beginning of the movie for yeah. no reason. And he's because he lies right off the bat, and you can tell he's lying about feeding the dog. He's like, oh, you know, I was outside feeding the dog, and it was just, it was really weird. And the one kid is clearly like a kiss ass. Uh, Curtis, uh-huh. that kid, he says something in the in the regards of like the cop or whatever, the 
you know, he's like, starts like being mouthing off. He's kind of a kiss ass, but at the same time, he's a total dick. I mean, all these kids are because I guess they have no souls, but <laughs> they seem to care about each other a whole hell of a whole lot for not having any souls and not caring about anybody else. Except for Debbie, I guess she kind of shits him out at the end, like fucks him over completely. Oh, I think it'd come that'd be like that for anybody though. And oh, uh, multiple murders. Uh, yeah, it was all them. <laughs> well, we'll get to her at the end once we get there because that is insane. Her and her mother at the very end of the movie. Oh yeah, I just couldn't believe. I couldn't believe that. I couldn't. It nope. was. It was just insane. It was really just insane. Uh, their teacher, though, uh, Miss Viola Davis, she oh, is cunt a with a capital C. She's a huge cunt, huge bitch. Though they were, what kind of kid asks, can we not have uh, homework on our birthday? Well, don't even worry about that, because first of all, she's letting these children be pseudo-interrogated by a cop without their parents' permission, attendance, or anything like that, no lawyers present, and oh, then... Yeah. As the bell rings and she just cuts him off, that does not mean it is time for you to go. Sick. That merely signals that it's time for me to eventually signal you to leave. And nobody's leaving until everybody's sitting still and quiet and sitting up straight and blah, 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 bitch, bitch, fucking bitch. My oh, yeah. God. I just wanted to stab her in the eye just for existing. Yeah, she definitely deserved to die. Well, I don't know about deserve to die. Cause I no, no, she deserved fun. to die. She's going to go around <laughs> fucking over everybody's life for as long as she lives, forcing her weird, fucked up, you know, morality, whatever, you know. Uh, I know best. You do whatever the fuck I say for no goddamn reason other than I'm in charge and you do this like this. And eh. no, People like that are just beyond, yeah. <laughs> beyond repair. Yeah. They need to be taken out of existence, period. Yeah, she was pretty... She was pretty terrible person. I just... And then, back to, like I was saying before, like... What's with these kids in these movies where they're murderers and they're perverts? Like, The Pit was like that. This was like that. Children of the Corn has a little bit of aspect like you that, know, I remember. Kids are curious at that age. I can write it off to a point. Yeah. But, I mean, Debbie peeping on her own sister, that that's pretty funny. Well, yeah, and at this point, I thought that they were all peeping on their own sister. I thought the, yeah. two, I thought yeah. the two little boys were paying a quarter <laughs> to see their own sister naked. And Curtis, at the and end, she's like, extra. that's all you get for a quarter. If you want to see more, I need an extra dime. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, he gave extra just to see some butt. Some, some, uh, so, um... Uh, the, the heroine, Joyce... Her best friend is Beverly, which is Debbie, the psycho murderer child's older sister. Apparently, she comes home from school every day and does this strip tease dance while she changes outfits before she goes out <laughs> with either her friends or her boyfriend or whatever. And so she gets just about completely naked, if not completely naked. But not only does she do that, she puts on music, you know, does her dance, gets a feather boa into the mix, and just, you know, does... Just this whole in front of the mirror, like she must be a real narcissist or something. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, and then they're okay. They the first murder was the two people. The second murder is their. Well, I at this point I'm thinking it's their dad. Uh -huh. It's Debbie's father, who's the sheriff. They murder the sheriff of the town, which they try to get him to fall on a skateboard and like hit his head. I really don't think he would have died from this accident. No, of course uh, not. I think maybe he might have maybe, you know, hit his head pretty hard. Maybe he had to go to the hospital uh -huh. for whatever reason. 
He may he might have even just fallen into the grass or something mm-hmm. nearby. He might have not even really been that injured. But he steps over the skateboard that they plant there for him. Debbie shows him the uh, jump rope without the thing missing. Mm-hmm. And then they proceed to like knock him down and bash his head in with a bat. Yeah. And then they play it off as in he fell on the skateboard. Yeah, and you anybody who's getting beaten to death is going to be making some kind of noise. And, and even, he even, miraculously doesn't even somehow. Even somehow, if he doesn't make a single noise... If you're bastion in the head with a baseball bat... In full view of the street where somebody must have well, seen yeah. something. But you're, you're bashed in the head, and then you and then they play it off as if, like, oh, he fell on the stairs. Your head's not going to fucking no, look like definitely that. No, definitely and, and not. And everybody just goes They don't show you any of the results of this violence or anything. They just, you know... Um, Timmy walks up and happens to see him laying there uh, with them holding the bat, and then they play it off like... Mom, Dad fell. <gasps> oh no! And just cut right to the funeral. Like, really, really, you don't need fucking CSI text to tell you that. Oh, he didn't fall. He had his head bashed in. Yeah, but it, it, you, you, then fucking doofus Gomer Pyle, whoever the deputy is, apparently takes over as head cop now. And they're just like, well, sorry, you know these things happen. Doo-doo-doo. Yeah, it really was. And then they go to the. The funeral, and then straight from the funeral, it cuts to this weird scene in a junkyard. Oh yeah, or the kids are playing in the junkyard. Well, they, they all look at each other and they realize Timmy needs to die in case he figures out what we did. You well, because he saw them near the body, uh-huh. and then when when they when because these kids, while while they had no compassion for much, they did have compassion for their murder skills for murdering because their murder skills were great. They always knew how to hide a body really well, clean up <laughs> after a body. Put it in specific places. They were really pros at it, especially towards the end when they when Beverly's body. Uh-huh. They're like wrap her body up, put it in the thing, carry it out of the house. Well, they still weren't careful enough because of the blood stains on the carpet, and then they just give this stupid fucking excuse of nail polish. I spilled nail polish. Yeah, blood does not look like nail polish, and you'll know in a fucking heartbeat which is which. Yeah, I I I don't know it. But I did like I did like how they would always clean up after themselves. I always thought that was really funny. Like, oh, these little kids are gonna clean murder up, these people. Clean up. <laughs> it was like Barney. Clean up. Clean up. Bar- Barney and the kids on Barney murdering people. <laughs> Barney comes in. Clean up. Clean up. <laughs> Yo, this one's a real mess. Good thing I brought the Barney bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says as he's as they're murdering them. <laughs> he brings the Barney bag to kill them. Uh, oh, the I'm... Barney body bag. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't big enough. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, another weird thing I noticed during the movie, and it happens shortly around this time after they go to the junkyard and lock Timmy in the uh, refrigerator in the junkyard. The voice of Joyce and Timmy's dad on the phone is very weird. It's very muffled, and the same voice is used later on. Well, it seems like a lot of these, you know, like, 70s and early 80s movies, like, the parents all sounded a lot like this, you know, Oh, how are things going over there? Is Timmy staying out of trouble? Oh, Yeah, and then, but the same voice was used on the intercom for the police department, too. And I forget what he said later on for the for the police, but it was something really ridiculous, and he almost sounded kind of like Bane. Yeah, he did. He did kind of sound like Bane uh, a little towards the end. 
But Timmy, he ends up getting out of the refrigerator. Yeah. At one point, he ends up having all kinds of cuts on him and stuff, and Joyce is all pissed off. Oh, we didn't mention lying. that that was, that was what they did. They decide to play hide-and-seek in the junkyard and try to trick Timmy into an old fridge that's sitting there so they could shut him inside and leave him suffocate. Yeah, and it, immediately he when he gets out, he runs home and tells Joyce, like, Oh, you know, Curtis locked me in there, and she's like, get out of here. Like, he would never, why would he do that? Like, he wouldn't, where have you really like, been? And he's like, no. If and, your, your little brother comes home with cuts and shit and saying, oh, somebody shut me in a fridge, even if he had been a liar on some things, don't you think you'd take that seriously? Don't you think you'd bring that up to the boy's parents, you know, do something about it? But no. Yeah, and and this is where, and this is, like, how we were saying before we thought that, Timmy was initially the murderer, and he ended up not being. As right here, he tells where he was that night, actually. He was looking through the peephole, and... He goes, Debbie's, I was over at Debbie's Sunday night. I was like, what a little pimp. Yeah. Uh, oh, I was looking through the peephole. Oh, well, still. <laughs> so then she goes from being all mad at him, but stop lying, and dirt, dirt, Oh, actually, I was peeping on your best friend, and she just laughs, and oh. Boys will oh. be boys. <laughs> just like, like, oh, it's so funny, and she, she, just, she just finds it so funny that she has that. Uh, oh, also, Debbie is not only paying, letting people pay her for a uh, the people. She is keeping a murder scrapbook mm-hmm. throughout the entire movie. And I can't. I don't they, really... Sometimes they take an existing picture of a person before the kill, and then the newspaper headlines of the result. Where were they getting the pictures? Yeah. Because they were almost all looked the same, like a yearbook photo, yeah. kind of, but they were not because they were paper, mm-hmm. like like out of a, like a newspaper type thing. I just didn't understand where they were finding all these pictures. Like, I, I don't no know. No idea. No idea. The, they just happened to have a collection of pictures of people, of everybody in the neighborhood, in case they wanted to ever murder them. Uh, they end up. Mo- I love when they were mocking the teacher. They're sitting right out. Right, they're sitting right outside the schoolyard, and they're like. <laughs> the little kid Steven, who doesn't really have that big of a role. I think that kid was u- utilized the least. Yeah, like it, it was most of the movie before I found out his name. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, he wasn't even around for a while, and I was just like, where the fuck is this Steven kid at? Uh, he He's mocking her, and I thought that was pretty funny when he's wearing Curtis's glasses and mocking mm-hmm. her. <laughs> but once the, once the sheriff dies and they end up switching his gun out for a real gun... Or they this uh, toy gun toy that looks gun. very much like oh a real gun. It like ex- no child should have ever been given something well, like yeah, that. It, well, and you know what? Like, thank God schools weren't as ridiculous back then as they are now. Because apparently Curtis had brought it to school before and stop, stop bringing that replica to school. You do it again, I'll take it away for the rest of the school year. And not like, oh my God, it's a it's a toy gun, but we'll immediately have you expelled for it anyway. In his case, I could see it because it looks so real, but most times now these stupid yup-ass fucks want to go and like, oh, you brought a green army man to school who has a toy gun as part of like the mold you can't even take out of his hands. That's a <laughs> weapons violation. You're expelled and you're going to juvenile hall. <laughs> Fuck you, you yup sacks of shit. I honestly wouldn't doubt any of that. Like the no, group. they they do. But yeah, I know, they I, I know they get pretty serious about it. But, but like, I just saw that, and it made me a, made me a little nostalgic, and just be like, oh, you know what? When I have kids, I'm going back in time to 1980, and shit wasn't and insane. And letting them bring real guns to school. I'm <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. How else are you going to show everybody you're cool, Corey? <laughs> God, look what I got. <laughs> well, they yeah. Once they switch up the gun. 
and they have the real gun. Basically, from here on out, most of the murders are just them shooting people. Yeah, for they go for from, a genre that's usually you know about, about killings that are more creative. more physical and you know brutal, personal. They just no, we'll just shoot people with a gun. Sort of thing. <laughs> why? Why spend all this time stalking people lurking in the shadows if you're just gonna shoot them? But uh, 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 here it comes, bang. Okay, next. And the only person that shot anybody was Curtis, and he was so fitting for, to be the one person that's walking around just shooting people. Because <laughs> if you saw that a person oh, yeah. like that, like an older version, you <laughs> can just see him walking through the streets, just mowing people down for the hell of it. Catch her in the rye in his pocket, or <laughs> yeah, shave his hair like Robert De Niro and Taxi Driver. Seriously, <laughs> maybe this is a prequel to Taxi Driver. Who knows? <laughs> Seriously, yeah, the Catch in the Rye thing definitely, especially with the way he looked. I could definitely see that that whole uh, that thing going on, but they end up shooting the teacher. Yeah, they they find her in like I don't know if it was a teacher's lounge or if it was like an art supply room or art room or something. She's trying to clean up and she's sees him creeping up on her. Then he tries to play innocent for a minute. She's like, "Make yourself useful and get me some sponges or something." And then he just uh, hops back over, pulls a gun, and you bring that replica again, I'll take it away, and then he just, you know, Boom. shoots her, one shot, one kill, which, as far as we know, he's never shot a gun before, but suddenly he's just perfect with it, you know, has no problem with aiming, recoil, or anything. <laughs> Boom, headshot, she's gone. Yeah, he's pretty good until the end of the movie. So that's, apparently Steven was in there, too, so they both decide to hide when Joyce walks in. Oh, Steven oh, has holy. the gun at this point, though. Oh, right, okay. They, they hide the body in a closet, but then rather than get out, they decide to hide in closets, too, because Joyce is walking in. I, I, I think it was just Steven that hides with the gun, because outside, Timmy and Curtis start fighting. Well, I thought that was... I thought one of them snuck out before Joyce found the body, then after she found the body, the other one snuck out. But uh, whatever. Yeah, I can't remember. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. But, like, this woman that they just killed doesn't have rigor mortis going on, apparently. We just stand her up in this big closet, and she stays standing until somebody opens the unlocked door. Yeah, and I look how... I just thought about I just remembered this. When they're, they're looking at the dad's uh, obituary thing, they're putting it in their scrapbook after they kill the teacher, and it says that he was killed in a freak accident. <laughs> like, oh yeah. A freak accident. Bat bashings. <laughs> a freak accident is like getting killed by an asteroid, meteor, meteorite <laughs> strike to the head, something like that, or um, blue ice falling from an airplane. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Joyce, she ends up discovering the body, totally flips out, is scared well, shitless. Well, first of all, there's no silencer or anything. The gun's very loud. How did nobody hear this? And oh, Joyce yeah. just walks in oblivious. Yeah, the gun is But just then, you know, oh, a loud. teacher is shot dead in our school, and the whole town acts like it's no big deal. It's just like, well, Officer Doofy, what's going on with the investigation? Well, we got a few clues, but we still don't give a fuck enough to do anything about them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, uh, back to the ambulance thing, Debbie is apparently like a little 11-year-old slut. Because she's like, wants to play, amb tries to like, seduce Timmy. Oh yeah. She's like, you ever play doctor? No. And he's like, no. And he goes, she goes, well, 
how about ambulance? I want to play ambulance. Oh god! I was like, oh my god! I missed that. There was they're up in the <laughs> no. I understand. I, I just think I wasn't paying attention oh. enough and thought it was. Oh, this kids, what's she really going to be saying? <laughs> oh yeah, it's when they're up in the treehouse and she. Uh, well, she she tried to lure Timmy up there because she wanted to murder him to like push him off onto like this pipe thing sticking up. Thing is, I don't understand why she didn't just push him. Because the only thing that stopped her was the phone ring inside the house, and they could hear it from the outside. Yeah. Oh, a phone ringing. We he, can't do anything He kind of turns now. around a little bit as she's about to push him and says, do you want me to get your phone for you? <laughs> but, like, she still could have pushed him, like, if she really yeah. wanted to murder him. Maybe she, maybe she had a little bit of a soul inside of her. Who no, knows? maybe she just wanted to get the pipe before she gave him yeah. the pipe. Yeah, and then I didn't even, I didn't really know who it was. Did they end up saying that it was... Curtis or Steven tried to run over Joyce in the junkyard. I don't know if they let you know because I thought it was, it was two of them. Because they're they're a Get little. On. I think both of them were too short to reach the pedal, so I assumed it was two of them <laughs> under that sheet. One working the pedals, one working the wheel. Yeah, maybe I. I don't. I don't know. I mean, the one had like a little KKK getup going on, a little sheet over the head, eyes cut out. You know, they got pissed because you know. um... She found the body. Timmy Timmy beat one of them up on the playground, and then Debbie tried to kill him, and she failed. So, like, they they were going to try to get him. I, oh, they wanted Debbie to get him while they went after Joyce, and they put a fake note on her door saying, oh, from Timmy, saying he went to the, the junkyard again. So she goes there mm-hmm. looking for him, and then they somehow manage to hotwire a junk car. Yeah. Like, how do they know Oh, the one kid this... was good at electronics. We forgot about that. I know, but who taught him that? And even if they do, even if they teach him about cars, how's he going to know how to hotwire a oh, car? no one Especially taught him... a junk car. No one taught him that, because the old man who's talking to Curtis, uh, you end up finding out way later that it's his grandpa, and that he's living with his grandpa. This is, I think this should have been addressed way earlier on in the movie, but you really don't find out to the very tail end of the entire movie oh. that he lives with his grandpa. So I guess that's who that was in that scene. Maybe but he already killed his parents then. Yeah. That would have been something good to drop in there. And yeah. Like, yeah. But there was just this scene of this old man watching Curtis do, like, electrical things. Yeah, And he goes, yeah. how did you learn how to do that? And Curtis just smiles and laughs. Like... He just he so he was born on a, a lunar eclipse. With no soul, you have all kinds of powers yeah, and skills. He just knows all about uh, you know how to do. Oops, sorry. There's like electrical things and stuff. Like I guess so. Now he can hotwire a car. I I just don't get it. I but the the kid and the kid can drive good too. For yeah, the most well, part, he's, like, cutting her off at certain spots and, like... Well, she should know better than to, oh, a car's coming after me. Okay, it's really hard for him to turn around here in the junkyard. Just sort of keep going with that, even climbing on things, because he's not going to be able to ram yeah, anything hard enough to up, knock wait, it over. She could have climbed up over some of the things, went to the next, like, section and ran off. Uh-huh. Like, instead of running back and but forth in the same thing. Just like at the end of the movie, Joyce is terrible in a pinch and has no idea what the fuck to do. <laughs> Like, at all. No, n- not at all. She... But after so much bullshit, they finally decide to give up and run away, but, just like, goes right wait the, the pedal, yeah, to just, you know, send the car at her as, you know, like, a final, you know, just straight run at her. And she, rather than running to the left or the right, which would make sense, no, I gotta keep running straight, hoping <laughs> I can outrun it, get to, like, a small cliff thing, 
that goat drops down like about a story or something like that. Wait till the car's about to hit me, and then, only then, dive out of the way. Yeah, okay, the car crashes. And then immediately, Why with no provocation, the cop shows up with the sirens blaring. Why did the cops... And Why then she's like, and how did the cops show up? I just oh my god, know. somebody just tried to run me over there wearing a sheet or something. Like, really? What? Looks down there, sees a, you know, a car running, just gone off the thing. Like, huh, well, let's go check it out. Huh. Nobody in there now. Could you give any less of a fuck? You come over here like something's going on. Oh my god, I gotta do something. Find out there is something for you to do. Uh, well, I don't care. Yeah, and then the uh, uh, the cops, the voice on the intercom is just like the dad yeah, and be- earlier. The and, voice. and the voice is going, there's a call from your wife. It says this. Mm-hmm. We got a call from the mayor. It says mm-hmm. this. A call from expletive deleted. Why did it say that? Why did it say that? Call from fuck? Like why did call? We got a call from Expletive Deleted. Like no, no, they said, "Have you have you caught the murderer yet? Have you caught the murderer yet? Have you caught the, the Expletive Deleted murderer yet?" Like that's what they were saying. I thought he was saying they were called because he goes, "You get a call from your wife. You got a call from the mayor. You well, got were, a call from yeah." This. But they all said, "Did you catch the murderer uh, yet?" But, I was just like, "Expletive Deleted," but like they're doing this in like, like the Bane voice. So like, you got a call from your wife. <laughs> she wants to know if you caught the murderer yet. <laughs> You got a call from the mayor. He wants to know if you caught the expletive deleted murder yet. Yeah, like, why did it say expletive deleted, though? Like, I just didn't understand that. I deleted the expletive because I am a gentleman. <laughs> I guess. I just didn't understand. Uh, but, I mean, these little these little kids who are the murderers, they're not really the only ones who's a perv, because Timmy also, I mean, he's going over checking out uh, Beverly, but he also is watching his own sister. Oh, no! He watches his sister make out, but so does Debbie. Debbie watches Beverly make out with her boyfriend through the peephole. Yeah. Yeah. Super creepy, super weird. Well, the thing is, um, they're they're worried about shit that's going on at the time. And then her um Joyce's boyfriend decided to sneak into the house through a sliding door and hide in a closet and then pop out when they're thinking somebody's out to kill them, which <laughs> yeah. they are. So that yeah. was pretty terrible. And then, you know, the, oh, it's just you. So then she just decides to start making out with him while she knows her brother's standing right in the hall watching her. Like, who's got the problem here? Like, oh, let's go someplace private and do this. But then she's just like, Timmy, get out of here. Yeah. Or like, I- uh, well, mom and dad told you to watch me. They also told me to watch you. Like, you know, like, you know, in other words, like, don't be fucking your boyfriend. Not like, I want to sit here and watch. But, you know, it's just like, ha ha ha, get out. Like, okay. And then you, and throughout the movie, you get more sex, more boobs. Uh, there's a couple. Curtis goes to kill Joyce through the window. He's going to blow her brains out or whatever through the window. But then a, a car's. Yeah. Lights come on across the street, so he runs off. Which these people don't see a kid with a gun pointing it towards somebody's window and don't say shit about it. Uh, if it's dark enough, he was facing the window, which had his back to them, so I could see maybe not seeing that. Or if he's running around with that real-looking fake gun anyway, they're probably just like, "Oh, boys will be boys." Well, yeah, he but go- you know, so he immediately takes off. But then he takes off just in time to like run over to the next street and see this van pull up with. Two unknown teenagers in there and just like, you know, look around and, oh, let's get in the back and fuck. Like, teenagers about to fuck? I gotta stop this. 
I gotta stop it now. Well, not before climbing up on the front windshield and watching for about, you know, five minutes or well, you've so. You gotta wait till they're either just about to start or, like, already get going and then punish them. You can't <laughs> let them finish. You cannot let them finish. Yeah, they, these two didn't get to finish. They heal. You gotta make sure they die in the act or about to commit it so that they'll stick around Any- forever as hungry ghosts, unsatisfied because they're unfinished businesses. They didn't get to get off. And he ends up just, he opens the, the back door up. Shoots the guy in the head, and yeah. the girl just stands there and screams. And she, you know, she probably could have got got away or something. She just stands there and screams. But naked. then he just stands there with that horrible creeper smile. And for the supposed, you know, like expert marksman, you know, one shot, one kill, decides to shoot her two or three times before finally killing her. And just like, oh, make the chick suffer for sure because she had salami nips. Make salami <laughs> nips suffer. <laughs> She definitely had some uh, some hangers, that's for sure. Yeah, that was like, you know, I was like, all right, titties. I was like, oh, not those. <laughs> not those titties. Uh, this kid must have had, like, a barrage of bullets. Oh, yeah, like, I don't Especially know how many bullets he end. had, but at the end, yeah, it was ridiculous. Times. Yeah, I call shenanigans on the end, but we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But throughout this, though, I mean, he's already throw- shot off quite a few shots, and it only holds, holds six I'm sure. I'm at this point. I feel like he's shot more often than six because maybe he's been practicing too. Well, who knows? It, they really we don't we don't get the shots of uh, Curtis in his backyard shooting at cans. <laughs> Which again, nobody probably take any notice of a ten year old shooting cans like an expert off his fence. Oh, boys will be boys. Oh, it's not, he's not just using he's not using a BB gun. He's using an actual gun. Oh, that's all right. Boys will be boys. Yeah, like he, Dennis Leary, you know, oh, yeah, take some meat and fireworks and blow up the whole goddamn neighborhood. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, I, I, even at this point, again, I keep asking myself, are these kids siblings? Do they have different last names? Where, if so, where are the other parents? We never see anybody else's parents until the birthday party. Well, you know, it was shoehorned in that Curtis lives with his grandpa. Like I said, maybe he already killed his parents. It would be weird that nobody would have mentioned that, though. Well, you know, they they did say, um, uh, after the, the first couple got killed at the beginning, like, oh yeah, one murder in this town the past 20 years, and now Dad thinks he's Kojak or something. Yeah, though Beverly says that to Joyce. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. She ends up saying that to Joyce. But I and I kept flip-flopping back and forth so many times for the movie, like, oh, so they're not siblings. Oh, so they are siblings. Like when Joyce finds the glory hole <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and then they meet she and then De- shows um Beverly. She makes it seem like, oh, the 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 little one's birthday party is this day, you know, the kids' birthday party is this is this day. So she keeps making it seem like, oh, that's all her brothers and sisters. Like, why is this one family throwing this massive birthday party for all three of these kids? Just because they have the same birthday and the same day? And they, they're they all best friends? Well, I, I could see that happening. A joint birthday party? Yeah. I'd be pissed. I'd be like, give me my own fucking birthday party. I want to share presents with these little bas- bastards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, they usually end up sharing birthday parties with two of my sister's kids, so... There you go. They're going to end up being murderers now, Dan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, these kids, they they play the no soul hole thing pretty well. No Even, soul hole? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what you said, the no soul hole thing. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing of no souls. Oh, now where am I going to rape them? <laughs> no soul hole? 
guess I'll just have to go for the the vag and the anus like Well, usual. the boy's soul. You know, <laughs> the old boy's hole. Gotta pay uh, the troll toll if you want to get in this boy's soul. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, they even play pretty well in public at the birthday party, which, by the way, the birthday party, how are there that many fucking people at this birthday party? I understand, like, maybe people from other families of the Like, how many kids, kids did they have? At least three, maybe four? Yeah. Because there are at oh, least four, one or two round ones out there on cakes. the table anyway, and then the two uh, rectangular ones. Four cakes, and they were still running out of cake. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good thing we have buckets and buckets of extra frosting behind even these cakes. <laughs> yeah, it was just really weird. They they start showing them eating the cake. It's it's weird that they start showing everybody eating the cake before, yeah, before he does they the eat, Yeah, before they but, make it seem like the kids have. And they and it's not just you're, you're seeing a lot of people eating cake. It's zoomed in on single people uh-huh. eating cake. Or, like, the cake itself, like, oh, this is so crucial, except it's not. Like, oh, keep your eye on the cake! Keep your eye on the cake! Something's gonna happen with the cake! Keep your eye on the cake! Like, oh, thanks, do-do-do! Well, they end up, they end up, he ends up putting, um, or uh, makes everyone, makes uh, Joyce think that he put uh, ant poison in the cake. Which, brilliant, by the way, the parents <laughs> who have this shit laid out have all this extra frosting on the counter with a big-ass jar of ant poison right next to a tub of uh, pink frosting for the cakes and a decorator thing. So then he just decides to pick it up and they make you think that he's put some in the the bag thing and then he goes and squeezes extra out on the two rectangular cakes before they bring him out. And Joyce walks in and see him put like an extra like border like border around the thing of frosting and she's just like stop it you know I got to put this out here and I just kept thinking to myself like there's too many old people here and old people hate frosting <laughs> nobody's going to want to eat this cake with all this extra frosting that was always a <laughs> thing in my house is oh my god why you put so much frosting on this cake I, I can't eat all this frosting oh my god Hey, can't you just make the plate cake plain? I want plain cake. I want plain white cake. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> so I could only imagine what this well, would be like after he glops on tons and tons of this extra shit on the second one. Yeah, the second one is a ton. It almost made me feel like uh, for anybody that has a Jewel Osco anywhere near them, Jewel Osco, the people that work in the bakeries at the grocery stores. They go frosting crazy, especially on their giant cookies. Oh, yeah. The frosting is so thick. We have frosting, and we have food coloring, and we're (laughs) going to let you know with every fucking cake. Taste the rainbow, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, even most recently, uh, the Super Bowl was just this weekend. My mom had bought a cookie from from Jewel, and it had, like, the Super Bowl trophy on it, a gray so they had gray frosting. Oh, gray frosting is disgusting. <laughs> yes. They put one of those up in the break room, and I saw that, I was like, oh, and now my appetite's gone. Yeah. It looked, one, gray. the gray frosting looks gross, and two, it was literally like a half an inch thick oh, yeah. of, of frosting to make <laughs> this um, Super Bowl trophy look on the front of it. We ended up actually spreading it around the rest of the cookie <laughs> to make it somewhat even because it was so fucking thick. Gray makes me hungry. You, we literally cut it into like a pizza like pieces uh-huh. and when you would l- go lift it up because the edge ends are smaller mm. it would literally break because oh, yeah. the frosting oh, was so yeah. heavy on the end <laughs> like they, I felt that's what I was well like, they get that shit in by the 50 pound bucket at least maybe more than that so that's, that's, you get that much you gotta 
put it to use, I guess. Yeah, I really don't get it. But that's what I thought instantly was uh, the, the Jill Osco and that kid's doing that cake like that. One thing I didn't get, though, at the birthday party, why did the kid, why did Curtis climb up in the treehouse? He climbed up there, looked around, which the party wasn't in that big of a yard or anything, so that he needed to look around to see if any who was there or whatever. He climbs up there and then climbs right back down. Mm. It's a really weird. I thought it was a really odd thing. You no, know, that's the show. thing with some of these B movies. You know, you forget the golden rule. Like, you know, your 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 time and your resources are limited. If something's in the movie, it needs to be in there for some kind of reason. Just like, oh well, we don't have time to you know reshoot this or do something better oh oh well maybe we need a little more time we'll just throw it in even though it does nothing yeah yeah i did it was just really weird so he get he ends up getting joyce with the with the old icing and poison trick <laughs> uh, I, I, he gets I, her to freak out and run outside and, don't eat the cake slapping he poisoned the frosting cake. and then she i actually like, thought he got he actually did it at one point because the one oh kid, yeah oh yeah the one kid goes oh like he's like reacting to the poison or something. So I actually thought for a second that he actually did poison everybody. I was like, oh, the ultimate mass, mass murderer, you know, for this kid. And here's where the bloody birthday comes in. But yeah. no. no. So then the weirdest fucking thing, his grandpa comes to his defense. Watch what you're saying. He's never told a lie in his life. Bull fucking shit. <laughs> Bull fucking shit. What kid has ever not lied? Yeah. This kid's, he's a perfect little kid. He would never, ever ever do that how could you say i could that? see him not believing her but he's never told a lie in his life god damn it he's been straight as a grizzly's dick since he plopped out of his mother's womb <laughs> the sheriff also who was at the party had some great lines during the party i loved uh the sheriff one time he says she's been upset since the, oh, she found that corpse <laughs> <laughs> that corpse you mean her husband <laughs> no 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 i'm talking about uh joyce Oh. He says it about Joyce after she found the teacher. Oh. Yeah. Oh <laughs> She's been obsessed since the corpse fell out of the thing. That teacher, her. you know, her brother's teacher and probably her teacher too at one point, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fucking broads, am I right? You know, they find one dead body, they go all to pieces. <laughs> yeah, and he also said there, the, somebody at the party had asked him about the murders happening around. And he's like, oh, we have a few clues. Nothing specific. Oh, I know. That's what I. That's what I got. You know, we got a few clues, but we still just don't give a fuck. Yeah, we have something, but uh, you know, it's, uh, it was just it was just really really weird. I didn't I still. I still don't understand. It seems like this has been going on for a while now. Yeah, their parents still aren't home. Uh, like, what could they possibly Joyce's, be doing? Joyce's taking boyfriend so long. happens to show up who we haven't been introduced to. Oh, you know what? When when they're doing the frosting test, then she everybody's like, I like it, or I ate some and I feel fine. Curtis purposely goes and sticks his finger in the frosting, yeah. sucks it right yeah, in your face, yeah, yeah, swallows, yeah. and then smiles. Like, somebody needs to make that into a gift, just like, you know, <laughs> her looking at him, or he like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I like how Joyce... She's talking to her boyfriend, and she's like, I don't want to go to college anymore. I want to become a reporter. Yeah, because you don't need college for that. No, sir. Not in the 80s. You just need a little bit of coke, and you're you all good what? to go. It wasn't even, uh, it was just 1980. I don't even think it was that yet. Like, everything still looked like it was in the 70s. Oh, yeah, so. it was 1980 when they shot the movie. I looked on So... So no, I, yeah, I could B- Beverly. Uh, I could see maybe skating by without college on that in mm-hmm. some areas, but still, just I don't know. 
But Beverly ends up finding the murder scrapbook. But, like, why was this even in here, though? Why was this even in here? Oh, my boyfriend that's in college that, you know, is a year ahead of me, and we're only just talking about him now. He only just shows up now, and we do nothing with him for the rest of the movie. Why was this in here? (laughs) There's no reason for it. Yeah, except for what's-his-face to be like, I'm supposed to watch over you, like... Yeah. I guess for that joke, I really don't I don't get it other than that. But Bever- when Beverly finds the murder clippings in the in the book, she's like First of all, what, if, are, you, what are you? If some... these people are so smart, why did Debbie hide her fucking serial killer trophy book in her sister's room in her sister's dresser drawer where she knows she's gonna look? Yeah, she even had it out in the treehouse the one time because uh Timmy wanted to look at it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, no, I don't want you to look at it. It's private or whatever. Well, that's where they were going up there to plan their murders, and I guess they could have just forgotten left it up there. But if you're going to hide something, that's deliberate. So you don't deliberately, if you're as smart as they supposedly are, hide it in your sister's room in her dresser drawer that she's going to go into. Yeah, and once she finds it, she's like, murder clippings? What are you, some little ghoul? <laughs> and then she she instantly blames it on Curtis. When the mom finds out, like, oh, well, Curtis, well, this is, this is, uh-huh. this is what determined to me that they aren't siblings. She goes, Curtis left it here. So I was like, oh, they aren't siblings because they're always at this fucking house. Mm-hmm. They're never not, they're never at Curtis's house. They're never at anybody mm-hmm. else's house. Hell, they could have shot it all in the same house and still showed them at other people's houses. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so she instantly blames it on him. She, So she's like, oh, like, you The can't. mother is visibly upset, as well she should be, but, you know, like, oh, no, this isn't mine, this is my friend's. Oh, okay, like, you only just now see, like, any kind of real, like, upset coming from her. Well, except at the party when she starts crying, but, you know, if she really does buy this bullshit story about, oh, she died, or he died because of the skateboard thing, don't you think there'd be some anger towards her, some resentment or anything? But no, you know, you get the little flash of that, and, oh, no, it's my my friend's creepy serial killer trophy book. Oh, well, okay, then. He's not allowed here ever again. Now Mommy has to go cry in the shower and ignore the, the fucking screams from the arrow murderer going on. Yeah, I almost thought for a second there there was going to be some mom boob going on. Oh, God, no. <laughs> that would not have been welcome at all. <laughs> there was enough boob in the movie. I thought there was going to be some no. mom boob. She would have swept at the SAG Awards, that's for sure. <laughs> she might have had better boobs than the the girl with the big hangers. You never know. No, no, because I could... Yeah. Salami nips are not attractive, but they're still better than the old saggy fried eggs on nails thing. <laughs> well, we'll never know. We'll never know what uh, the mom boobs would have looked like in this movie. She ends up killing Beverly, though, her own sister, with oh, yeah. a bow and like, arrow through the eye. So impulsively, like, she calls her, the two boys, like, oh, get over here, like, oh, we gotta do this murder together, and then just kills her before they even get there. Yeah. She ends up shooting her in the eye with And the still, arrow. like, oh... Like, oh, of course she's perfectly in position, and I only have this peephole to shoot through, which the arrow barely fits through, And but yeah, I'm just gonna pull this off perfectly, one shot, one kill, through this tiny little thing, I'm better oh, than yeah. fucking Robin Hood. Just like everything else in the, in the movie, with the with the shooting of the gun, shooting of the arrow. And of course, they immediately run it, why didn't you wait for us? Like, like you know, they're just, I don't know, skipping stones And then they play that really weird game of, like, um, shitty hide-and-seek. Yeah, like, oh, we just killed somebody, what do you want to do now? Hide-and-seek. <laughs> yeah, and they just start running through the house. It, it was really weird. Like, hee-hee, and they're, like, running, like, two feet away from each other. It was a really weird 
really, really odd game of uh, trick or treat. But, trick or treat. Uh, or trick or treat. <laughs> I'm looking at the Whoa. word trick at my paper. I'm looking at the word trick on paper. I didn't see. God damn it. I'm looking at the word trick on my paper. Because uh, Timmy ends up tricking the kids. Yeah. He ends up throwing the like a football or rocks or whatever at their windows mm-hmm. to get them to come out to chase him. I guess to prove that they're after him or something to mm-hmm. Joyce. Because they end up choking him with a go- garden hose. And in his backyard or side yard, I think it was yeah, a side yard. I, it was the side of the house because Joyce is out front and she sees the, the sprinkler moving and she ends up going to the side and catches them. But uh, Debbie is not really involved in the in the whole thing. Well, she's, she's gonna, acting like she's not. She's standing back, but I would have, you know, put her in with the thing. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I would have put her but in with the Joyce thing. Joyce is dumb, so she doesn't. Well, no, because right as she runs up, Debbie once again yells like something like, like "Stop! You're hurting him!" Yeah. So, but how fake can you be, really? So you know, she kind of makes it. So okay. So Af- these two little shits just start talking all kinds of shit to her. You're staying right here while I call the police. Like, no, you're not. You're not going to do anything. And my dad's a cop anyway, and we'll sue you. And eh, like at that point, well, he goes, you- my grandpa will call and say that you beat me up, and you'll get in trouble for uh, abusing a minor. Oh yeah, like at that point. Sometimes you just gotta hit a fucking kid. And I want her to just deck that little bitch Curtis. Oh, and yeah. Knee to the face of fucking Steven. And put Debbie's head through a fucking window. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I guess at this point she might have done it to Debbie because Timmy's really only complained about Curtis and Steven. And he hasn't really said much to about Debbie. To, 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 to Timmy and Joyce, Debbie hasn't really done much. Yeah. So they really don't know that Debbie is in on it. Uh, why were Joyce and Timmy at Debbie's house at the end of the movie? She comes up while Joyce is sharpening shears, which you think, again, is going to come into play, but they don't, and says that, oh, my mom's back now, and she has a 7 p.m. shrink appointment. Can you babysit for us All right, either so you, tonight or tomorrow yeah, night? I missed that, and I was so confused. And she just goes, uh, oh, yeah, sure, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll bring Timmy with me, too, because, you know, that... Yeah, I was so confused. I was just like, why are they at Debbie's? And I was like, oh, I was like, wait, is this their house? Or wait, no, this is Debbie's? I was really lost. So yeah, at this point, that's what I mean, though, by Joyce. She's still okay with Debbie. She doesn't really suspect Debbie of anything. And neither does Timmy. He doesn't really suspect her of of much. Really just Stephen and Curtis. Um, Until she lets Curtis inside, who apparently now is a terrible shot. Oh, yeah. And can't get it Right when he's already got them in sight, aimed and everything, and then Timmy happens to wake up just in time to see it, and he smirks at him and says, Duck! He goes, what? Doesn't even duck, just says what, and turns her head around. Yeah. And then, oh, now I can't aim. Yeah. But at first it's good because, you know, they're, like, ducking behind furniture. He gets off six shots, and he's out like, oh, shit, I gotta reload. So he runs into the kitchen with Steven and Debbie, and, you know, like, okay, you got your chance. They're not... Quick, they're not good enough at this, you know. Bum rush them and take care of shit. But no, they decide to run further into the house and give them a chance to reload. So at this point, everything else that happens is their fault. Uh huh. But then once he does reload, starts shooting so at him again. Bullets. Supposedly he can shoot through walls. I know you could say all oh, the walls are thin, but just shoot through walls like they're nothing and still be trying to hit them. Oh yeah. But then. Then I call shenanigans because he shoots him like 12 times without pausing to reload before finally running out again. Yeah, oh yeah. He definitely has some sort of like unlimited amount of bullets at one point and is just, you know, going off on them. Uh, he 
he definitely, especially when he's walking through the house with that gun, definitely super creepy. I mean, he's already a creepy oh, yeah. kid, but he's giving off the mega creep <laughs> smile it's and everything. It's a little Columbine. <laughs> and then, okay, at this point, they I don't think they still, they still didn't know that Debbie was in on it. Well, until she goes and tries to shoot him through the wall with the bow and arrow again. Oh, yeah, that's And they right. see it sticking through, and then she's like, wait, no, the peephole, and like, Shoves a thing in but there. But did they see that it was Debbie doing it? No, but at that point, I think you'd have to assume, since somebody else, you know, Curtis was already shooting at him with the gun. But Steven wasn't doing anything. Well, he was, like, they, they let the door come open, and he came through, and that's when they threw him in the, yeah, the, the chest trunk. thing. And like, okay, but then who else was manning oh, the bow yeah, and arrow? Oh, yeah, so. so I guess they, they would have known. Because at one point, I was just like, aren't they going to go look for Debbie? I thought they even, because the hole was big enough that you could kind of see through, so I thought they, they glimpsed that it was her before Yeah, they... I think they did, actually, now that you mentioned that. Well, Debbie ends up sneaking out of the house through the window, and she sees her mom pull up, and because uh, Timmy well, runs across the street to go use the phone because they, they... They cut the phone line to that house. They cut the phone line to that house, and they... They destroyed the security system that Curtis had set up. Shutting everybody inside with bulletproof glass windows. Yeah. How paranoid was their dad? Oh, two people just got killed, so I'm going to have... Oh, he had that that before. Oh, okay. Or right right after the murders happened, the day after or whatever. Like, how do you get that done in, like, a day, though? And, yeah, (laughs) old-timey security system going on that he had. Debbie ends up seeing her mom, which this part was like, I couldn't even believe this part of the movie. I didn't she, even think their mom was really back. I thought she was still away at the hospital for psychiatric care or whatever. Yeah, like I thought there, I thought the mom, that person pulling up was going to be somebody and Debbie was going to kill that person yeah, in the car. Uh-huh. Well, ends up being her mom and she's like, they were going to blame me. Well, Curtis and Steven yeah. did bad things and they're going to blame me too. And, and the so mom, her, instead of just... Her crazy mom who's so nuts with the grief about all this, like, oh... Like, oh, okay, rather than, you know, think that, oh, something's obviously up here, my daughter's an evil hellspawn piece of shit, okay, well, I'll hide you, I'll help you escape the police, yeah. and just peel out of town. Yeah, uh, even, the thing is, though, she could have just said, like, oh, hey, Debbie wasn't here, you know, Debbie wasn't in on this, it wasn't Debbie, and just let the two other boys get arrested and let Debbie be, not have to leave town and change their name and stuff. Because Curtis and Steven end up getting arrested. They show them at the police station later, and some, I guess, FBI or something, or somebody in suits yeah, I don't know. <laughs> comes and takes them away, and Curtis is given the, the, the super creeper stare to Joyce. <laughs> but then they show this truck stop where Debbie's at, and now her name is Beth Simpson. <laughs> she's like, Beth, Beth, and I'm like, Beth, who the fuck is Beth? And then she's like, remember what your name is, right? Beth Simpson. Yeah, it's and a truck stop in some shitty little motel in the middle of nowhere. And yeah. Like, remember, you gotta you gotta always be a good girl now. Okay, mommy. And then they pan back to reveal some mechanic guy that she'd somehow murdered. Yeah, she... Yeah, who knows? She, she murdered this kid, or this truck driver, and they just drive off and the credits roll. Sequel! Yeah, I was literally, literally like, where the fuck's Bloody Birthday 2? Debbie breaks Stephen and Curtis out of jail, and they go on a fucking murder spree. Does need to? How about just uh, Debbie does Dallas in blood? <laughs> oh, God. Hopefully she's at least 18 if she's doing Dallas. I was just hoping there'd be some Debbie sex scenes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Corey, and I will 
was just hoping to see a 10-year-old. No, I said hopefully she's 18. Hot lesbian action. I said hopefully she's 18. And her and her mom can get it yeah. on. It could be one of those. Oh one God! Of those why? Deals. Why? Oh. <laughs> First, I watched my sister strip, and now I'm banging my mom. <laughs> you know what? If I could see it happening, <laughs> no wonder we don't have souls. We're so fucking inbred. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe the whole. Maybe they were all. They were all related. They were all inbred, and all in the part of really all part of the same family. Uh. You never know. Anyway, one interesting thing I spotted in the credits is at the end, under special thanks, they have, like, you know, people, whatever, the town, shit like that, a couple, I don't know, companies or items or whatever, and then, inexplicably, Orange Bang. Special thanks to Orange Bang, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, sounds like sounds like the site Debbie might be performing on. <laughs> Where she live nowadays, anyway. Orange bang by the nastiest oranges, bitches banging away. Like oranges and like they're that, that tan. Uh huh. Oh, I don't know if they're banging oranges. They're just rubbing oranges on their clits. <laughs> That's not. Um, Can they be like an annoying orange? Uh, oh god. Crossover? Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, put me down there. Oh, get my mouth in it. Oh. <laughs> oh, we got a billion hits on YouTube, and this is why. <laughs> Can we put some strawberries in your butthole too? <laughs> Vitamin C, the C stands for clit. <laughs> DP action with the annoying orange. Oh, orange. oh I thought you meant the person. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's throw him in here too. <laughs> A ten-year-old girl is some rubbing oranges on her clit <laughs> and talking about suits and spreading the hate. <laughs> and rich white immigrants. <laughs> yeah, some little ten-year-old girl and an orange, orange, and a gay Mex illegal Mexican. I just, <laughs> I just want to see this ten-year-old girl get banged. All right, I'm not hating. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go watch Suits now. Uh, well, I also want to mention that the, the French title for this movie is uh, "The Killers of the Eclipse." Which makes far more sense. <laughs> yes, it's, it's a, not a it's not a catchy horror title, but it makes sense. It, it's definitely better than Bloody Birthday. Uh, but uh, but I would probably wouldn't have went past it if it wasn't called Bloody Birthday because it just looks so ridiculous. But also in German, uh, it was called in Germany it was called Children of the Devil, which that kind of doesn't make any sense. Where's I keep bitching about where was the devil stuff? Yeah, there was there yeah there was no devil stuff whatsoever. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the creepiness of the kids. I thought there were some pretty funny moments. I don't think it was absolutely amazing or anything like that, but for as far as like a kids killing people movie, you know. Uh, <laughs> the murderous children genre. <laughs> the kids in the movie definitely play, you know, the evil pretty well. I thought that was pretty good. Well, it says uh, Elizabeth Hoy, the killer girl Debbie, gave up acting while still a child. She apparently is now a hairdresser, happily married with her own kids of her own. How does somebody on TV know this? <laughs> oh, don't underestimate the power of internet. This is too bad for us, glory. as she is clearly the best actor of the three kids. Is that I, what it says? And I think there was promising for a future for her. <laughs> That's what this one review says on IMDb. <laughs> oh, good. For a minute, I thought you were reading it from the wiki page. Like, wow, that one, that line definitely needs to be cleaned up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is too bad for us that she is not still acting. Because... <laughs> I wonder how this person knows that about her doing... Uh, like I said, internet stalkers. But, uh, oh, we forgot to mention that Julie Brown plays 
Uh, Beverly is she's in this movie. Oh fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. that was Julie Brown on MTV and just she, say she, Julie on just Comedy say Julie yeah. and strip mall. She was on MTV. She was in uh, Earth Girls Are Easy. Oh right, yeah, she's. Oh in my that. god, maybe that's one we should. Do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a really interesting movie. Jim Carrey and Damon Wayans and Jeff Goldblum as aliens. Uh, Gina Davis. <laughs> Definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. A very interesting movie. So that was uh, Bloody Birthday from 1981. This week, or next week, I mean, we're going to go with 1995 film The Granny. It is available in parts on YouTube. Uh, there's six this different parts. This never got a DVD release. It only got a VHS release, and that itself has been out of print for a very long time. It's As far as we know, it's not available for like legitimate you know, streaming or rental online anywhere. And because I'd read that this, even the VHS now, would uh, go end up closing pretty high on eBay, you know, this is some kind soul, obviously, you know, took pity on us and put it up parts on YouTube. And so I know maybe that isn't exactly the best way to watch, but kind of the only way, almost. So I, I, I saw part of this back in high school and thinking it was really ridiculous, so... I can only imagine what it would be like watching the whole thing now. Yeah, the tagline for the movie on the box art says, Being Granny's favorite can be murder. <laughs> so, you know, the Granny from 1995, American horror comedy, apparently, it says is a comedy as well. Yeah, even if it wasn't... Stars Stella Stevens as a grandmother who comes back from her grave to seek revenge on her greedy family. After a limited release at drive-in theaters, the film was printed directly drive -in theaters. to VHS video format. Uh, noted by collectors of modern B-movies for its poor script and amateur acting, the granny has been called one of the finer pieces of trash. <laughs> so, yes, bear with the choppiness. I, I'm sure it will be worth it. Oh, yeah, you know, just find... It's in uh, parts on YouTube. So Did you say six parts? Six different parts, yeah. Well, you, you know, but, you know, it'll definitely be worth it. I'm sure this movie is going to be absolutely hilarious and ridiculous. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, BMB Podcast, our website, bmbpodcast.com. Remember to subscribe on iTunes. That helps us out a ton and uh, helps spread the word. That's about it for this week. I'm Corey. I'm DRC. All right, Birdman, get to bed. Here we go again. It's the best of the worst. 